Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Coaching the Mind and Body Podcast. I'm your host, Big Bree, and this podcast is sponsored by Mind, Body, and Fitness. Without the mind, there's no body. Without that, there's no fitness. So I got a question. If you're not lacing up and getting active, then what are you doing? Get fit anywhere with me Monday and Wednesday between 5.45 and 6.30 p.m. Live Zoom workout. Now, I do post a recorded version the next day, but we're not here to make excuses. We're here to get these workouts, get it in, and get it done. Today, I have a special guest. She's been a client of mine for a few years now. She's a businesswoman, leading hairstylist in Orlando, and has also raised two amazing ladies. I'm happy to introduce Tia Harris. Tia, how you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, first, I just gotta say, thank you for taking the time to talk with me. I know we talk all the time, but and you, but you've been working all day, you've been getting it. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. No problem, it's an honor. Oh, of course. So I did mention a little bit uh, that you're an amazing hairstylist, but uh, you know, <laughs> but tell us a little bit uh, about your journey as a hairstylist. As a hairstylist, well, I've always wanted to be a hairstylist, and I tried different avenues: corporate America, medical mm-hmm. field, and pursued dreams of other people. But then I eventually realized the only thing. I enjoy doing is hair, making people yeah. beautiful and yeah. being creative. Yeah. And so starting okay. in the industry, I just grew and grew my clientele and I am a colorist. So my clientele is mainly color, but I love doing extensions and just being mm-hmm. creative. No, I really love everything you said. And I think uh, the biggest thing that you that you found through all of that, like, you know, bouncing through like corporate America and stuff like that, is you just found that you had to really just kind of just be real with yourself and like, what makes, what makes tea happy? You know, what makes tea happy? Like what's, you know, and that's what's most important, you know, uh, than anything, you know, what makes you happy? Do that, you know? Um, And then, and then, yeah, that bring you, that, that bring you peace, that bring you, you know, everything you want that a lineup. So um you're a colorist. That's awesome. Uh you are in Winter Park? I am in Winter Park near the Winter Park Village. Mm-hmm. I've been in Winter Park since 2010. So I have yeah. a strong clientele in you know that area. But I have people that come from all pl- different places in Central Florida due to like I am a curly hair specialist as well Mm -hmm. so I get a lot of clientele that needs someone that understands curly hair versus you know just straight hair that's uh no that's definitely yeah you gotta know you gotta know your peoples I mean uh (laughs) yeah hair I don't play no games with hair I need someone (laughs) that that could talk my lingo that know that just you know um Oh yeah, that that makes perfect sense. And I remember before you had worked with a company, but you are on your you on your own now. You got your own business. Yeah, yeah. I started off with corporate corporate salon, and you know it was good to start with. But then as time went on, and I built up a clientele, and then COVID happened. It was just a perfect time to break away from that because. Yeah. Um, the company didn't do well with the COVID situation. So it was just a perfect time to pursue what I've always wanted to do. And that's build my own business, take my own clientele and serve them in a more private and upscale salon. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think, uh, you know, COVID was a tough time for everyone. And, you know, uh you know, shout out to everyone who lost someone, but you know, like there's a lot of, there was like a lot of silver linings in that moment because it really, you know, forced a lot of people like out into their, out of their comfort zone and forced Thank people, you. yeah, forced people like, you know, just make decisions. So, make decisions. and then also realize um, 
through a time where it seemed like nothing else could be worse, mm-hmm. then you feel a little bit more brave to mm-hmm. go on and do something because you're like, well, this shows me that you only have one life to live and this is yeah. it. What do you what do you have to lose? You know, lose. What do you have to lose? I yeah, I'm on furlough. I don't have a job, really. The company closed. It's COVID. Mm-hmm. So what do I have to lose? Yeah, I was definitely I mean, you know, I was even trying to roll with the punches. And that's how um, man, the gym closed. The gym, you know, starting with closing and just having to, you know, how do I continue to do what I do, you know, and provide, you know, the best treatment to my clients still. So, you know, that's great that um it's great that you stepped up, you know, you, you mm-hmm. into that role. I mean, you know, T, I know you, T, so I, I had faith in you the whole time. <laughs> I had faith in you the whole time. But tell me, do you have, do you have any advice for someone thinking um, of going into the, into the hairstyling business or becoming a master hairstylist like you? Well, I do. I just believe that anyone that has a passion for hair should always be open to continuously learning, continuously educating yourself by taking classes. I I believe I've become so successful because I never got to the point and I am still not at the point today that I think I know it all and mm-hmm. that I think that I'm the best. I'm constantly taking courses to call, uh, keep up with the trends and mm-hmm even be greater than what I was last year and to uh, master my skills. And I feel that any artist should continuously do that so that they don't get stuck in a rut and their clients then get bored with them and leave. I've acquired new clients because their old styles wouldn't do anything new or wasn't Mm -hmm. open to change. Mm-hmm. And I feel I'm the person I like to listen to people and give them what they want. Worst case scenario, they won't like it and we could yeah. change it again. Yeah. So I think in sure. any industry, it's always important when you're in the service industry, especially dealing with people, people just want to be happy and mm-hmm. be, they want to feel good about themselves. They so to they yeah. want you to listen to them. So yeah. I think that's why I'm so successful. And I think anyone yes. that does that is going to be successful. Like I know yeah. I probably get on your nerves because I always come with an idea <laughs> or a picture of what I want to look like. And you're honest with me. And if it is realistic, you you tell me what I have to do to get it. And yeah. that's what makes me happy. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Give me a second because yeah. I just, you know, I had to, <laughs> I'm still laughing about it. Yeah. Uh, all the pictures and yep, but here that's yeah. what I'm here for, you know, yeah. and that's what and that's what you're there for for them. So and that's great because, yeah, you have to look. There's no there's no uh being stagnant. You're you have to either be you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. And exactly. Yeah, and if you are a hairstylist, if you're in the creative field, you should always be. If you're uh you know, in the service industry or you're a freelancer, you should always be testing your skills and pushing forward and looking, uh, looking to educate yourself. Like that's a, that's a fantastic point that you made because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do become content uh, with, uh-huh. the, you know, hit some success and they become content with where they at or, you know, and really that's like the, the beginning of, of failure, you know? Yeah. Uh, so no, that's a, a definitely a great advice um, for anyone out there. Mm-hmm. Anyone out there, keep pushing forward. Don't settle for where you at, where where you exactly. are. Exactly. Keep, keep fighting to better yourself, educate yourself, um, and yeah, just keep moving forward. So, mm-hmm. Tia, if you don't mind me asking, I would like <laughs> the audience to know how old are you. <laughs> I, I am 50 years old. See, yeah, I, I know they say you should never ask a woman how old she is. But <laughs> see, I mean, technically, no one even knows how old you are. So I feel like. No, no <laughs> one believes I'm 50. So, so I mean, technically, that was my next question. What are the responses when people find out how, how old you are? The It's always no. 
no, you're not. <laughs> and it's always, yeah. yes, I would never claim to be 50 if I was. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just, I'm just punky people, actually, actually, Kusher style. Like I'm 50, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I am 50. How old do they say you look? What's that? What's uh, everyone's like? consensus is that I'm mid 30s. Mid 30s. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. I love it. I love it. So how do you, how do you feel? You're 50, but how do you feel? I don't feel 50 at all. And honestly, um, I feel better now than I did when I was younger. Really? I feel stronger. I feel better. I feel more confident. Mm, yeah. Yes, my, that my, is... I feel younger now. I love that. Um, <laughs> Hale, here, uh, help give the audience some context. How long have we been working out together? We have been working out. So I originally came to because my daughter was getting married and I wanted to be the baddest mother of the bride <laughs> there was. So I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I said, oh, I need a trainer to get me there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, so that was, she got married 29. So 2018, I've been with you since 2018. Awesome. Yeah, man. It's, time flies. It doesn't even feel like it's been that long. No, 2018. Interesting. Uh, 2000. So tell me now, what, what is fitness? What does fitness mean to you? So honestly, even though I love my physical results, Fitness, to me, I always tell people it's the best for my mental health. Mm-hmm. So not only do I feel strong in my body, I love the results of the tone and the muscle tones of my body and the shape of my body. Mm-hmm. But I love that my mental health, I believe, has um, gotten so much better just because working out physically mm-hmm also helps me mentally by giving me the confidence in my mind that I'm healthier, I'm stronger, and overall, I'm just, I'm just more confident. Nice. I love it. And man, you know what? It makes me, like, that's the biggest, like, gift of, like, personal training. Like, like hearing mm-hmm. you say all that is really what's, like, I love about it. And, you know, I love hearing, I love hearing every time you get, every time you come to me, you get excited about someone complimenting you or someone telling you that you look, that you look like you're in your mid twenties and. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And I mean, and I love that how you always entertain my views because I always have a trip book. So when I'm like, oh, I'm going to Cancun. And these are, this is what I want to look like in my bikini. And then you listen to me and then we work on what makes me look better in my bikini. That's what I love about you. Well, well, your goal is my goal, you know, (laughs) and, (laughs) and yeah, so, and I live and I get to live through you. So every compliment you get, (laughs) I get about 25% of that. You know, that's... oh yeah, okay. So I got some more to tell you on our next session about my Mexico trip. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, question: Wait, so wait, so you mentioned that wedding. Did you? How did you feel when you got to that wedding? Well, I so how I transitioned my body through working out with you. You know, I felt very, um, just very proud of what my body looked like in my dress. I wore a very nice fitting dress, but still very classy. And nobody believed I was the mother of the bride. No one could believe it. And all all the young groomsmen. (laughs) (laughs) They couldn't believe it either. They couldn't believe it either. So I was just so happy that I believed I was able to achieve all, all my goals, you know, and, with, mm-hmm. no, you had guys, a good year with me, I think, before yeah, I the did. wedding. Mm-hmm. I did, I did, I did, that was, that was great. So, I mean, you've been achieving results, you've been feeling great, you've been rocking and rolling. Tell me, how, do you like working out? How do you like working out? So, I look forward to working out because I'm a goal-oriented person. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, like, that's my dream life. But I enjoy it because I see the results and I feel the results after every session. Okay. okay. Like I go to work after I work out with you with more energy, yeah. um, better attitude, you know, I'm not exhausted from just rolling out of my house, going to work. I work out with you. I go home, get ready, and I'm ready for the day. I, I'm i happy you feel like that. I know I know most – I know the workouts never start like that, and you're, and you're being a little <laughs> – I'm trying to be nice. I know you're you know being nice goal. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, naturally in the morning, I'm not a morning person, so it never starts off well. But – I mean, I'm just always happy because you are patient with me and well, you just know I'm going to whine about certain things and then you ignore on. me and I just keep it moving. Whine? You <laughs> whine? Oh, you're just a ray of sunshine every workout. <laughs> <laughs> a ray of sunshine. So uh, give me, so talk to me. What do you, what's your thoughts on when you talk to other ladies around your age, okay, um, yeah, what are what's what's what do you see like, and life wise and working out and, was how do you feel? What do you see? How do you see about that? Well, you mean when I talk to women my age about working out? Well, yeah, when they ask me and they talk to you about working out, like, but what are they? What are their thoughts about working out and what are their thoughts about you know being active? Well, you know, I find that you you have those women that are going to be about it or they're just going to make excuses on why they can't. Oh, wow. That's powerful. And um, that's just my personal experience. And, you know, I talk to women all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And um, you just have those people that fully, fully believe that that is the way to acquire health and a long, healthy life. And, mm-hmm. you know get a clean bill of health every year from your doctor. But yeah. then you have those women that are just not going to do it. They have excuses. If it's not about, oh, they don't want to do it because uh, they don't have time or they mm-hmm. don't like it or they don't like to sweat or mm-hmm. it's just all excuses. Mm-hmm. Have you? There's no reason. It's just excuses. Have you have you gotten the um like I don't want to be too bulky or I don't like you know afraid of the weights type of comments? Well, um, because I've, I've got I don't think so because they see me mm-hmm. and they know what I'm about and what I do, and I'm not bulky no. and masculine looking by a long shot. They see what I do and they see what I look, look like. So they can't really say that to me, you know. Mm-hmm. What? So, uh, give us an idea. What? What do you? Uh, when they talk to you about routines, what are some things you talk to them about, or how do you? Or give us give the audience a little idea about like our routines and how you might relate that to other clients. So you mean how you and I work out? Mm-hmm. So like when I explain to them, I just you know I just let them know. I, number one, need you because I need the accountability. And I know that if I had to do it on my own, I wouldn't. So having a scheduled workout with you mm-hmm. throughout the week is what really keeps me on track. And and then knowing that when I go, you already have a workout plan. So, you know, I try to tell everybody that when you have a trainer, it's easier than you just walking up in a LA fitness. I always use this as, as an example. When I tried that before you, I mm-hmm. walk into a gym, a LA fitness and get on the treadmill or get on the elliptical, do 30 minutes. Then I walk around, look at the equipment, don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Read the, mm-hmm. the label, try mm-hmm. it, get up. That didn't work. Do that for about 15 minutes and walk out the front door. Yeah. Nothing accomplished, nothing done because at the end of the day, if you're not learned or educated in doing those things, you could hurt yourself mm-hmm. or you're just going to waste time like I did. Yeah. No, that's so that because is- I'm a busy woman, I'm uh self-employed, have my own business. I don't have time to waste. I need to show up, 
I need you to tell me what to do. I need to do it. We yeah. do our time scheduled and I go about my business, but I had a huge accomplishment just within that time frame. No, I love it. I love it, man. There's, there's so much to unpack in what you just said in that little, in that mm -hmm. little bit right there. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, you mentioned the gym and right. And we, and I, I'm not sure how long it's been like more than a year plus, but we haven't even been working in a gym. We've been working outside this whole time. Exactly. Since how, COVID. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how, how have you liked, or how have you enjoyed the outdoor workouts? Well, I enjoy it because I like fresh air. Yeah. And because I'm a Caribbean woman, I'm good with being outside. And then as I also like the fact that you could change it up. I don't need a full um, yeah. room with all this equipment. You know what you're going to have me do that day. You yeah. have it laid out and I do it. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything being outside than from when I was in the gym. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. And it's definitely important that, you know, like you said, man, you know, everyone's busy, you know, um, you're self-employed, you're, you know, full-time business, you know, you got family, you got things to do, mm -hmm. and you want to maximize your time. And I, a lot of people, men and women, are, find themselves walking around the gym, not really knowing what to do. Because, yeah, if you're not educated, it's kind of hard to figure it out. There's a lot of machines. There's a lot of things you mm -hmm. could do. There's a lot of things you want to do, but you know. Right, exactly. What? I mean, I've been with you all this time and you still have to help me with my form mm -hmm. so I won't hurt my back or do something wrong to hurt my arm. You know, I'm, after all these years, I still need that direction. Yeah, no, that is, no, that is great. Um, and definitely if you're, if you're out there, you know, you don't have to go on this journey alone. There's so many options out there. Just take the time to to take a look. Um, but a personal trainer would definitely be at least a great starting point in your fitness journey because they can help you find that that you know that starting ground. They can help you build that foundation. They can help you you know give you all the insights and all the pointers to help you get going. Um, but yeah, that's no, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's been some time and we've been outdoors and we've been mixing and matching and doing the squats and the push-ups and mm -hmm. moving. And you've still been able to hit all your goals for the most part. And yeah, I've, I, have, I have not been stagnant every year. I could see a better me, a stronger me yeah. and more, you know, more results. I tell you, okay, I, I want my legs to look like this. And so, well, you better get to running. And I started running. Yes, I, yes. I hate running, but I'm doing it. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't, um, I mean, you'll fight me, but you haven't shied away from a challenge yet. And mm, I, exactly. And I appreciate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so recently you had a mommy makeover. I did. Uh, so I, we, I want to, you know, I do want to find out more about how it was, but tell me how was, what led you to just wanting to do that or going down that route? So I wanted to do it ever since I knew I had my last child. Mm -hmm. But having two kids six years apart made my life a little longer. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't not only I couldn't afford it. I didn't I couldn't take time off to see about me. Both my kids were athletes, mm -hmm. busy with school, taking care of them, working working real hard to provide for them. Yeah. And yeah. then when one went off to college, I still had one in middle school and I had to get her out of high school and into college. And then she went to college and she was an athlete. So I had to travel to, to support yeah. her athletic dreams. And so I didn't do anything really for myself, but I always told myself the day I could do it. I'm going to get a mommy makeover because my first child was so big. I was only like 98 pounds when I was pregnant with her. Wow. So and she ended up being a big girl. So she stretched me out. Now, mind you, I had her. My weight dropped right back down. I never really had a weight problem, but the skin stretched yeah. because of carrying such a large child. Yeah. And such and a, then, and, and such a swift 
it's such a swift change, you know, from having a child to not having a child and the body Mm -hmm. not having, you know. And the doctor said there was nothing I could really do because the elasticity of the skin was gone from the first pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So then I had the second one six years later. Again, I didn't have a weight problem. I dropped the weight immediately, breastfed and all of that. So breastfeeding then caused my breast to then sag more than I would ever want. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted the surgery then. Mm -hmm. And, um, but no one would ever, you know, when I'm in my clothes or in my bikini, no one could tell I had the skin issues or the sagging issues because Mm -hmm. it was just skin and you could hide it well. So it was just the first thing I wanted to do as soon as I could. So when my second one you know, finished school and finished college and got on her feet and they were both, both good. I said, okay, um, it's time, time to make my dreams happen. Mm-hmm. And that was number one on my list because nobody could see it, but I could see it. And I always want to make me happy first. Beautiful. No, you got to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. So um, to help some of the ladies out there that might be thinking about going down this route, talk to mm-hmm. us about can you help maybe share some of the things that like, you know, uh, the doctors were telling you like the, in the beginning process before, before even saying, yes, we'll do it. What were they telling you about? So the doctors are very strict with your BMI. They mm-hmm. do. If your BMI has to be under 25 or they're going to consider it a, a high risk surgery and send you to the hospital, which you don't want to pay extra for because that's then way more expensive. Oh, yeah. And then um, as I researched on my own and followed different platforms and social medias specifically for mommy makeovers and women getting surgery, mm-hmm. it seemed like the consensus was if you were fit and you were strong, your recovery was going to be greater than the person that was just doing it for weight loss. So I found out that it's recommended not to have surgery for weight loss because usually it doesn't go well as far as the healing process or they just won't do it. They don't want to do the surgery with the BMI too high, with blood pressure issues, cholesterol, your blood work has to be almost perfect for them because they don't want to be held liable. Yeah, no, no. And yeah, every, every, all of that has a, has a place and it affects, you know, your results. It affects your health. Mm -hmm. It affects your ability to just survive that procedure. So, you know, you definitely want to make sure you are at your best when you get there. So tell us uh, when it was, when it was, uh, approaching near when it was pretty much time to get the surgery done how did your doctors feel about where you were physically they said I was perfect and they wished everyone was like me my blood work came back perfect my BMI was I think like 22 mm-hmm. and um, even the assistants that did my pre-op they were like, well, why are you getting it done? I don't see why you need it done. And I'm like, well, um, I don't want the skin yeah. and I don't want my breast to sag. What's wrong with that? And they're like, oh, I guess. But yeah. because I was in such great shape, because you and I started working out even harder mm-hmm. pre-op because I wanted to make sure that everything was going to go perfect. Mm-hmm. No, and that so is... they were they were very happy with, you know me doing my part I did my part you you I saw to it that you did your part but you actually (laughs) yourself saw to it and you know what you know and it actually wasn't all like me and you or it wasn't all me it wasn't all the working out uh share a little bit about you know about your diet and how you eat because you eat you are you are pretty awesome well I do intermittent fasting I do six hour intermittent fasting every day Mm -hmm. and I break my fast after 16 hours with a shake that I I make at home and I use our bond protein powder which is organic um, vegan and then I add my beet powder my collagen flax chia 
um, seeds, maca root, spinach, nice. berries, um, yeah. uh, sea moss, all those things I put in my shake and it fills me up. And when I, um, and then I really don't eat unless it's like, you know, protein. I try to stick with high protein, very low carbs, unless it's just complex mm. carbs, not simple carbs. I love it. And I eat a good dinner with high protein and complex carbs. Then I just don't eat again until the next day. That is that is awesome. Now, first, I was definitely listening to your shake. And I was like, man, your shakes sound better than my shakes. <laughs> that's a great shake right there you uh you know oh but you know i remember you were telling me about the powder and i do plan to try it out one time but no you i love it because really you made you made my part that much easier by by how disciplined you were willing to be and how you know how hard you were willing to work in that area you had your own you you know you understood what you wanted you listened and understood the doctors and what they told you. You, you know, you came to me, you was honest, you talked to me, you told me all the things you want to do, all the things you're willing to do to get it, you know, and, and, you know, you went after it and you got it. And nutrition is not easy, you know, Mm -hmm. but you have to, you have to commit to trying to better yourself in that area. You're not going to get it all in one day, but, but you have to, you can't avoid it. Um, but here, tell us, so what led you, what, why did you start doing intermittent fasting? Because of menopause. So women going into their later forties start experiencing perimenopause, which is a premenopausal stage. Mm -hmm. And I felt like my midsection was starting to get bloated and I was having night sweats at night Mm -hmm. and, um, I had a lot of fatigue, and no energy, no motivation. And after uh, my doctor, my gynecologist explained to me, I'm in perimenopause. And these are just the symptoms of what happened. Unfortunately, um, Western medicine, especially, they're not interested in talking about the root of the issue, the solution to the issue. Mm -hmm. It's all about this is what you're dealing with. And that's just what it is. So I did my own research read different things that women gynecologists wrote about, you know, intermittent fasting being Mm -hmm. a great tool to help you deal with the symptoms of menopause Mm -hmm. and understanding why we bloat and get a big stomach is, you know, with the insulin levels, our body trying to um, store sugar and store Mm -hmm. fat and our body's just going through a crisis, really. We're, we're dropping in estrogen and our hormones are all out of whack. But our bodies are actually created to heal itself. Yeah. Our bodies do so much for us if we allow it to. But if our body is too tired from digesting and trying to break down things we shouldn't really be eating, then it can't heal itself. It can't... Yeah. Um, adjust itself so they believe that intermittent fasting is why people were healthy back in the days when it was um hunt and gather where people didn't have electricity they had to eat later after they hunt their food Mm -hmm. and eat it and they had to eat before the sun set because after sunset they wouldn't be able to see to eat so they didn't eat late at night and it just goes into a cycle from there where then as the world changed people still didn't eat late and they didn't Mm -hmm. eat excessively but today especially in america we just eat for fun we eat for social events we eat to cover our emotions we eat because it's snacky we eat because it looks good but i chose i said well i don't want a belly i don't want to have heat flashes i don't want to feel fatigued so I figured I had to make the decision to eat to live, not live to eat. And yes, beautiful. ever since I started the intermittent fasting, I do not get night sweats anymore. I don't have heat mm. flashes. Yeah. Even um, I know I have the surgery, which got rid of the skin, but I didn't have a belly. Yeah. Yeah, man. That yeah. is, that is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? 
menopause is a huge time for women. You know, it's something that I I will never experience and never truly understand. But I know, <clears throat> I know how much I and mean, just you know it affects the body so much, and it affects your hormones, and it affects mm-hmm. just how your body processes and deals with things. Unfortunately, uh, in terms of Western medicine, they definitely do focus on all the wrong things, you know, repeating customers, uh, you know, prescription medicine, uh, you know, and not focusing on what's most important, which should be preventative medicine, you know? Exactly. And a woman like me, I lost my mother to breast cancer, so I can't take hormones. And that's what they want to give women with hormonal imbalances. Hormones given to me will cause me to have breast cancer and other cancers. So I have to go the more natural route, Eastern medicine route, and just do the intermittent fasting and drink shakes that promotes good hormonal balance, like maca root, Mm -hmm. amla powder, and all of those things, because they would prefer to put me on medications that, of course, will make the big farm rich, but that will cause me to then get cancer. That is is crazy and that's such a beautiful point and people you have to one if i could you know motivate you to do anything and that's just to take your health into your own hands yeah educate yourself question everything everything question the doctors why (laughs) why yeah research why they want you to take that medicine it actually bothers me i remember I, uh, you know, I, you know, I played sports my whole life. I've been active, but I actually, you know, spent time at UCF and actually, like, you know, learned about this. And it, but it was just crazy to be in health and wellness, and to I remember seeing this word they would call alternative medicine, and I was mm-hmm. like, and then they would break down alternative medicine, and I'm like, alternative medicine sounds like primary medicine it sounds like what yeah. it should be like uh-huh. <laughs> we, should exactly. be seeking, we should be seeking the most natural ways to heal ourselves exactly. our, our body is literally the one of the most sophisticated we could make all the technology in the world yes. our body will always reign superior like exactly. how how our body works it literally is designed to take care of itself and and you know and it's crazy that people are just blindly going to doctors and you know I get it they went to school they wear the 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 white fancy white coat you know I want a white coat you know yeah (laughs) I want to be called a doctor you know but you know but I get it but you got to understand you know unfortunately in America most people are most people big big farm is lobbying a lot of doctors and a lot of people and you know and they yeah they want to help you but they're also want to buy a new boat and they also want to and they also want to take their kids on (laughs) across the world you know yes so I I mean that was just a beautiful point and I was ready to rant on that (laughs) 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 but you know it's just you know because Actually, I'm I, I'm going to be interviewing, I'm going to be interviewing um, a friend of mine in the mm-hmm. in the future. She is, she is approaching sixty five, mm-hmm. but she actually had a she actually had a, a fight with cancer with breast cancer, mm-hmm. and I'm sure breast cancer. But she mm-hmm. actually decided to not do chemo. She wow. she decided to yeah she rejected all their advice. Mm-hmm. She went alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. She she intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. She she did the shapes. She right. uh like you was talking all the macro roots and all the mm-hmm. different you oh, know yeah, so she she, took the she, mm-hmm. she she slowed things down. She researched. She understood. She understood the assignment. And she took care of herself, and mm-hmm. she beat it. You know, wow. I I'm not now. I'm not. I love to, to hear those. Stories. 
Yeah, now I'm not here to tell someone not to do chemo or not to listen to the doctor. That's not what that, you know, that's about. It's about taking control of your health. You know, exactly. no one is going to take better care of you than you. Exactly. Um, no, that was a great, that was, that was just a great point you made. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of the doctors, mm-hmm. so yeah, after your, after your, so we're pre, we're pre uh, mommy pre-op. makeover. Yeah, uh-huh. we're on the pre-op. How has your recovery been? My recovery was super fast and no complications. Mm. When I got off the table, well, I didn't get off the table. When they woke me up, I I looked at them. I said, is it over? And they're like, yeah. I said, oh. So I immediately looked down to see if my breasts were up where they were supposed to be. And they were. (laughs) (laughs) I said, okay, can I go now? And they're like, go, you want to leave? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel fine. They say, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, call my sister to pick me up. So they call my sister and they put me on the phone. I'm like, hey, I'm ready to go. And she said, mm-hmm. wait, did you have the surgery? I said, yeah. She said, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm ready. So she <laughs> came and picked me up. And the nurse that was working told me, they said, you know, don't go and try to eat and do anything. Just drink protein shakes. That will be your best way to recover. I said, oh, okay, and walk. I said, mm-hmm. okay, I got that. She took me back to her place. We got in there. She made my protein shake for me. We took a little walk. Mm-hmm. And every day I made sure I walked and I drank my protein shakes, stayed away from salt, alcohol, mm-hmm. anything that would cause me to swell. And I was back to work in three weeks, full Crazy. schedule. And when they cleared me to work out, I was back with you, um, just with minimal, um, you know, with a weight restriction until mm-hmm. they cleared me to do full weights. So, and my recovery was perfect. Incisions, everything perfect. Strength perfect. Everything awesome. perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, ladies, I just want you to soak in that one, if you are going to go down any route of surgery, make sure you are one doing it for all the right reasons. Exactly. Um, right. Don't do it. Don't do it just to lose weight. Right. You no, know, no. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't just, sh- don't think you're just going to show up, uh, get a surgery and it's just going to be, you know, what you want it to be. You know, no. anything worth having, I'm sorry, unfortunately, you're going to have to work for it. Um, yes. And, you know, working out is that thing. And it's bigger than just the surgery. Working out can literally cure most of your most of your problems, you know, and can help you achieve most of your goals. Um, and okay. yeah, no. So I definitely just want everyone to understand, like, you know, Find that, you know, if you're going to go down that route, you know, more power to you, get it done. But, you know, do all the necessary things. See your doctor, um, get all your checkups, see your personal trainer, see if mm-hmm. you can, see if you can, you know, get a good start, find a place, uh, a starting ground, you know, mm-hmm. which which will help you understand, you know, your limits and limitations and help you understand, you know, just how to how to move. Uh, mm-hmm. because injuries will set you back yeah. um, and you know and nobody wants that exactly uh, yeah so Tia tell me what what part are you what part of your body do you like to work on the most um, well I love to work on the parts that I feel is my stronger suit <laughs> um, so I get a lot of compliments that's on my back. So I love working on my, the, you know, the workouts you have for me to do my back mm-hmm. and my chest and my shoulders, because mm-hmm. I enjoy being able to wear my spaghetti straps or halter tops to show my shoulders and my back. Hey, T, all that, all that work you put in, you know, someone got to see it. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> got to see it. I work hard for it. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah. All the chest flies, the, 
you know, low rows, all the things you have me do for my shoulders and back. If mm -hmm. I, you know, I could see the result and everybody else can't. I also get a lot of compliments on my arms mm -hmm. you know, from, and my, um, what do what you, my, hmm? let me ask you, what do you think are, what do you think are the most important places for, for, for a lady? For a lady, our legs, we have to have nice legs. Mm -hmm. So I love doing um, lunges and squats and working on the glutes and all those things. So I look good, you know, mm -hmm. in shorts mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. skirts and dresses. Mm -hmm. So women love to have nice legs. And I believe their arms is important, you know, mm -hmm. as well. And we love flat, flat abs. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I definitely, as as a guy and as a guy who could who works out and could appreciate other people who work out. I mean, for a lady, man, shoulders, back, I would say, mm -hmm. glutes, legs, you know, and mm -hmm. of course, of course, abs, of course, of yeah. course, not not necessarily abs, but just the just the midsection in general. Not necessarily, you, right. don't necessarily, you don't have to have a six pack lady, but you know, just <laughs> in, in general, you know, but right. all that comes together and yeah. abs and your midsection, unfortunately, your abs, those come last. So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah that's a struggle. so please, people don't get discouraged if you've been working hard, getting after it and, you know, you don't see abs, but your friends see abs, you know, there's a lot more to it. Mm -hmm. um, but no shoulders. I have uh, a lot of a lot of clients that love um, developing those shoulders, getting those lines. As one of my uh, as one of my clients uh, loves to say, "Mama Bear Wiggins," um, <laughs> getting those lines. Um, uh -huh. So no, that's great. And yeah, so for those shoulders, yeah, we do a ton of flies. We do a ton of rows, and mm -hmm. um, we do. But what's big is also that we, I mean, you're always up for the challenge. So, and uh, one thing that helps to develop those shoulders is the amount of variety. You know, I like to try and keep you on your toes and, yeah. um, and you know, you know, even if we're doing the same exercise, we're not just doing the same exercise. You know, the intensity mm -hmm. might be different. The weight might be different. There might be extra components to it, you know, exactly. to keep you on your shoulders. So, uh, your workouts cannot be one track. You know, you can't just be doing just a dumbbell row and thinking you're going to build a nice back. You have to be doing all the things. You have to be doing shoulders. You have to do your back. You have to work your glutes. You have to work your core because all those, because all those body parts are related and they all work on each other. Right. Um. So awesome. So T, you know, I could talk to you. We could talk about this all day, all night, uh, all day, and, all night. <laughs> and you know, we're gonna be talking about this during our our workout. Workout. I got, yeah. I, I gotta find out what's the next goal you got in store for me. <laughs> oh, I'm coming with it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? To to finish this off, just tell me: uh, Is there anything you would like to say? Anything you would like to share? Promote? Okay. Well, I would. Because it is somewhat of a passion, you know, even though hair, beauty, health is a part of it, wellness is, um, and I talk to all my women clients about it, and I encourage everybody on the same thing about, I feel like the sacrifice is very necessary, and just to be healthy, especially if we're older, we don't have a long time where we, our time is, you know, pretty bought. So I just encourage all women, no matter what part you don't like about working out, mm -hmm. you know, just start somewhere. If, I mean, when you started with me, Brashar, I wasn't going hard like I was, I am now. No. You were patient with me yeah. and you started me off on the smaller weights and you built me up to what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. But if you just put that one foot forward and know, even if you don't care about your weight or your shape or your body, it's to me more about the health. Yeah. I love to tell people I'm 50 and I'm not on medication. I go to the doctor every year and they, I come back with, that blood work that's perfect. Mm -hmm. I have a younger sister who doesn't like 
to work out and has many excuses, but she's on blood pressure medication. She has to take this for that and that for this. And, mm-hmm. and I just don't understand why it's yeah. all only be, it's only because she doesn't want to put in the work. She yeah. has to work I mean, out and eat better. And that would be it. She wouldn't the, be on the medication. Well, the first thing you said is, is sacrifice. And I sacrifice. think, and honestly, you know, before anyone thinks about going down the, the health and wellness route, I think the biggest thing is just sit down and just be real with yourself, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, accepting where you are, you know, you know, don't got to don't kill yourself over it. You know, you, right. you are, you are where you are, but you've always improved, but you know, you have to mm-hmm. face where you are. You have to accept that you have to hold yourself accountable. You have mm-hmm. to take into account what are the things, what are all the things that you are doing that are contributing to you know to the to the space that you're in right. um, yeah you know talk to someone about that you know for your your person you know as a personal trainer you know that's many of the things that I help people understand you know like you know hey you know you're not you're not doing not necessarily not doing bad you're just you know you're you don't one you might not have the education you might not have the understanding that you just you're making a few mistakes here you're making a few mistakes there mm-hmm. and that is what is ultimately contributing to you know this excess weight gain or mm-hmm. you know your clothes not fitting the way they're supposed to or whatever it is or if it's if it's starting to affect your confidence you know we, you know mm-hmm. we could help you we could help you you know understand and pinpoint and you know um and you know we and we work with your and we work with your doctor we work with your physical therapists we work with other people to help you you know transition to different phases of your life um easy and and smooth exactly no that's great so um tell us what's uh so i will definitely have all your information up i will so ladies and gentlemen so you can see this and see her work because it's amazing i mean you know i don't (laughs) I mean, you know, I got my hair is simple, you know, but, <laughs> but you know, but it's weird. Like hair, you know, your post be popping up, and I'm like, oh, that's that's some curls. <laughs> she got, yeah, you know, <laughs> like you know. So I I will be sharing her information so you can find her, you can uh, see all her work, you can talk to her, whatever you can do, you can reach out to her. Um, Tia, I gotta say thank you for taking the time out to talk to me again. Hopefully you enjoyed this long convo we had and uh, yeah, maybe I'll have you out again next time. Oh, thank you, Brashad. I enjoyed it as well. Awesome. You have a good night. And we'll you too. So there you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed the interview and were able to take some things away from this conversation. Please feel free to give me some feedback. I would love to improve. I'd love to get better. I'm ultimately doing this for you. So help me help you. And please, if you haven't subscribed, please do so, so you don't miss a beat. Guys, thank you for listening. Please tune in next time. Catch you later.